0: to get you in the holiday season. It's Nick Amell with the Tennis Podcast. You mean the holiday spirit. Whatever. Yeah, I guess the season's coming whether you want it to or not, right? Right. It's the spirit that you gotta get get
1: into. Yeah, I'm Brandon. I'm here to correct Nick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Coming in hot, I guess. What's the show about since you're Mr. Know-it-all? One of us brings a list,
1: the other one tries to guess it. It's usually 10 things.
0: That's right. And today it's also 10 things. And today... I am going to get you in the holiday spirit with a super holiday themed list. Okay. This is as holiday as it gets. We're talking the most recognizable brand logos. So, it's not specifically about the holiday, right? (laughs) Well, uh, yes and no. I was half joking, but let's think about it. Consumerism, that's the holiday spirit. The true holiday spirit, am I right? I, I guess it seems to be sure. Brandon is being difficult for me here, but what we're going to look at... You're you're making...
1: Well, that's a pretty hard stance to say that Christmas is all about consumerism. Yes, that is a common criticism of it, but not for everybody. So,
0: what is it for you? The birth of our Lord and Savior?
1: No, it's just not working. Just chilling at home.
0: (laughs) Well, these brands were working because their logos are the most recognized... I'm pulling my sources here from the New York Post and their analysis of the survey done by Promotique, a Vista print company, who in January of 2020 asked 2,000 Americans about the most memorable brand logos and they also asked them some other questions too. So yes, this is a US-based survey, however, the brands and logos we're going to be talking about are definitely global. Everyone listening will have heard of them and know them. Okay. So, what they did is they they surveyed these 2,000 people. The survey results indicated that half of respondents are more likely to use a company with a logo they recognized and three in five would not use a company if their brand image looked terrible, even if they heard good things about the product itself.
1: Like if the font was in Comic Sans or Joker Man font?
0: Yes, the consumer wants to like the brand image before they shop there. Uh, two more points about this survey that were, is our main source here. Three in 10 of those surveyed said that the logo is the first thing they notice when they see a product. And my favorite quote from the whole thing says, and more than 78% went as far to say that logos should be considered works of art. Um. There's an argument, I guess. Yeah, it-
1: Yeah, we know a lot of... In our field, we've come across and worked with a lot of people who... Very
0: creative people who do like logo work and there's a lot that goes into that. And there's something very challenging about the logo because you want it to be simple, you want it to be appealing and appeasing to the eye, you want it to be memorable, and you also want it to represent, you know, what you want your... The personality of your brand to be. Give them a feeling. uh Uh-huh. There's a lot of goals that you're trying to accomplish with one little image, one little JPEG and that's what we're going to be talking about. Which 10 are the most recognized... In the world. In the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a little bit more about advertising. Brandon uh, also alluded to the fact he and I are both in marketing, uh, so this is kind of up our alley. Loboads.com, I know you're a frequent visitor of Loboads.com. They said that annually, there's over $500 billion spent on advertising. That's $500, $500 billion spent just to tell you about the shit they want to sell you. Right. That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> and I, the... What, it I, is. It sounded like you were going to say no, something. I, yeah. It is a lot of money. I don't really know what to do with it. Yeah. Get this. The average senior citizen in the US, by the time they're a senior citizen has seen an estimated 2 million TV commercials. Well, it's And that's, you, they that's unique commercials. because they
1: haven't cut cable yet. <laughs> They're still... Have, yeah. When was the last time you watched, like, live TV? Oh, I don't... Do you... I mean, I'm just, like, hazard guess. Don't tell me the date. You know what I mean? Ha, like, has it been right? a while?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. it's been. I'm trying to think of when. It's been at least five, maybe ten years. It's
1: really annoying.
0: Not... Probably not ten, but... Yeah, it's been a while. The world is so different.
1: It's super annoying. There's commercials constantly. Mm -hmm. You don't watch sports but if you watch sports, it's...
0: You wouldn't but like... They're there. Yeah. Lots of commercials.
2: It's overload. Yeah. Thankfully, the Tennis Podcast will never have commercials. We have some commercials.
0: A few more stats here before we get going. Smallbizgenius.com reports that the average person gets bombarded with over 1,700 ads per month but only sees about half of them.
2: Right, because you're so that drunk. That means when you're
0: drunk? Yeah.
1: That's why they only see half.
0: Okay. It's not because they just become blind to them from seeing them so often?
1: No, I thought it was because they were drunk.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know what? In that figure, it, I'm sure it includes drunk people. You're right. hmm You want to take a guess at which brand spent the most on a single advertising campaign in history?
1: Biggest advertising campaign in history. Yeah. Was it Apple with uh, like the iPod?
0: No. Mm-mm. What was it? Chanel. Chanel. They spent $33 million mm-hmm. on an ad campaign and $3 million of that, which is what, 10%? That went to Nicole Kidman, listener of the show, Patreon subscriber of the Tennis Podcast. She starred in that ad campaign. For a perfume or for clothing? I guess. Is that what Chanel is? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at I don't know. Chine- I know
1: it's maybe clothes or shoes. It's f- something fancy. It's, uh,
0: it's something... Yeah. All the lady listeners right now are scoffing. Yeah, it's high fashion, ready
1: to wear clothes, luxury goods and accessories. Uh-huh.
0: We, they, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to be reaching out to the Tennis Podcast anytime to get a sponsorship deal going.
1: Sure. We'll be up there with the likes of Jackie Kennedy, Kristen Stewart. And Marilyn Monroe. Uh-huh. I could
0: see you in a, you know, a saucy Chanel ad.
1: Yeah, well, first we're going to have to learn what it is they make. <laughs> oh, they do have perfume. I thought they did. That's not uh, important. Chanel, it's not important Chanel number make. five. That is the uh, Nicole Kidman ad. Okay, there it is. Boom.
0: Did it. All right, we can end the show. Hashtag Nick's notes, I guess. Hey, I brought you that hashtag fun uh-huh. fact for us to all enjoy. My last little stat here before I let you guess is that this is just a random little factoid. As soon as chewing gum ads started showing people chewing two pieces of gum at once, sales (laughs) doubled instantly. (laughs) Isn't it funny how sheep-like the fucking American consumer is? And then
1: like uh, the camera zooms into the office at Wrigley and this just evil man (laughs) rubbing his hands together and he's like, show me three. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, are you fucking crazy? And I was trying to think, I don't even remember seeing an ad where like they're sticking more than one piece in at once. Yeah, double, ma- Maybe we're- double,
1: double your pleasure, double your fun with extra sugar-free gum. Oh, uh, okay. And every time there was like, so they would use a lot of twins in the commercial because they were sharing
2: gum. Oh, baby. Twins, Basil. Twins. All right. You want to guess? Sure. There's no surprises in the top
0: 10. I think they'll all be like, oh yeah. Well, I'll I'll take that back. There is one that surprised me. But the rest are all pretty big. I mean, obviously, they're the biggest. They're the 10 biggest brands as far as logos are concerned.
1: Okay. I think I know what maybe the top couple are. So, I'm going to try to save them. How about McDonald's? Is Is that in the top 10? The Golden
0: Arches. Okay. What number would you guess McDonald's is? Are they number four? Divide four by two and what do you get? Two? Two! Very good. This is a math podcast too. You just didn't know I it. guess. McDonald's is the second most recognizable brand logo there is. What do you think of that?
1: Are the golden arches supposed to remind you of french fries?
0: Have we talked about this? I don't know. I've talked about this with someone but my whole life until my 20s probably, it never even occurred to me like, oh, those might be french fries folded into an M. Mm-hmm. But they're, and someone, they're angular. Was,
1: if you look at the sign, they actually have like an angle to them like a cut french fry.
0: I'm going to say no, they're not supposed to be french fries. What do you think of that?
1: Well, I think you're wrong.
0: Did you know, here's a hint if you want to store this fact away, McDonald's is the only restaurant brand in the top 20 even. Top 10, top 20, there's no other restaurant brands in the top 20. If
1: there were restaurant wars, like in uh, they alluded to in the movie Demolition Man, you know, Taco Bell won the, the restaurant wars. But in real life, McDonald's would just completely obliterate and stomp the other restaurants out of existence. And I hope when they say restaurant wars that they were like, like physical conflicts with guns and stuff where like <laughs> where like the Kentucky Fried Chicken crew got a bunch of guns together, and uh-huh. <laughs> went over across the street and attacked the, uh, the Pizza Hut. No, not Pizza oh, Hut. Were...
0: Pizza Hut and KFC are owned by the same...
1: They're a part of a, 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 an axis of evil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> KFC, Taco Bell and Pizza Hut are all working yeah, they're together. they're the axis
1: of evil. Yeah,
0: then who are the uh, allies? McDonald's, Burger King and Wendy's. No, no, no. McDonald's has to be its own. McDonald's is like China or something, right?
1: I think we better move on before we get bogged down in Okay.
0: Alright, McDonald's, what can you tell us about the founding of McDonald's? Give, give us the broad strokes. There's a
1: couple guys named McDonald who founded it but then this, what do you call, business guy, I guess, uh, Ray Kroc played by Michael Keaton mm-hmm. slipped in and was like I'm not in the burger game I'm in the real estate game and he (laughs) made a a, a whole bunch of McDonald's and Ronald McDonald and Mac and me and uh, super size me and here we are today spicy
0: nuggets yeah spicy nuggets and they are pretty damn good go watch the movie The Founder if you want that Uh, Ray Kroc did essentially steal McDonald's from the brothers and he filed for a trademark on a new logo with overlapping double arched M symbol But before the double arches that we all know now, McDonald's used a single arch for the architecture of their buildings. Mm -hmm. And although the golden arches logo appeared in various forms, the present version was not actually used until 1968. But since 1968, the logo has pretty much been the same with only very minor changes. Because we're loving it. What? That's not their current thing, right? I think it might still be. My favorite one
1: from the past was Food, Folks, and Fun. (sighs) I don't remember that one. I must not be old enough. Oh, well, it was in the 90s. McDonald's,
2: number two. How about um, is FedEx in the top 10? Interesting guess. No. I'll bet it's got... So, I have the top 20
0: mm-hmm. in front of me. It's, it's not in the, the top, top 20, 20 either. I it's not, but I, I would have to be in the top 30. I mean, I don't know. How about a digital one? Is Facebook yeah.
1: in the top 10?
0: Yes. Okay, what number do you think? Five. Seven. But you're off by two, so it's all about the math of two for you today. Yeah, a lot guessing. of
1: synchronicity
0: <laughs> with elementary, what a coincidence. With elementary math. <laughs> Facebook is number seven. They were originally called the Facebook, but in 2005, the company dropped the from its name after purchasing the domain name facebook.com for two hundred thousand dollars. But the current logo has been fairly similar since then, although the most current logo has been used since 2015.
1: They should switch out the Facebook F for an F plus that picture of Mark Zuckerberg's face when he had slathered and caked it (laughs) in sunscreen. He had the same look on his face that Bigfoot had when they caught him walking away from the camera, except he looks a little bit more terrified and he looks like a kabuki girl. We,
0: um, <laughs> we bring up this Mark Zuckerberg picture like every few episodes and I'm totally good with that. And I also want to refresh your memory out there. If you haven't seen this picture of Mark Zuckerberg, what is he like water surfing or uh, waterboarding he's, or something? He's doing white face. <laughs> Which is something for him because he's already pretty pale. Anyway, he's also wearing a hoodie in the ocean with his bathing have suit. You, have you noticed that his haircut now is the same as Jim Carrey's from Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> Big gulps, huh? You know, Mark Zuckerberg, like especially if you saw the movie *The Social Network*, which is a good movie, but it paints Mr. Zuckerberg as this guy who was like socially awkward and he was a nerd. But he's been in this game now for twenty years or whatever. You think he would have dab gotten cool? Bit. He has no incentive <laughs> to get cool now. Once yeah. you have
1: billions of dollars, you can be as nerdy as you want, and people will tell you that you're cool. Smoking meats. <laughs> Smoking these meats.
0: He really is the most robotic man I've ever seen. Anything else on uh, Facebook? What's your opinion of old Facebook?
1: My opinion of Facebook these days has not changed. I think it's not good.
0: Not good, but you can follow us at facebook.com <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> you slash tennispod.
1: But you should still follow us on it, yeah.
0: That's, uh, no, so yeah, Facebook 7, McDonald's 2. Okay.
1: Well, Just because I'm curious, does Twitter make the top 10? Twitter's number 16.
2: Okay. How about the Sony logo? Sony, huh? No, no. Okay. Here, this one I'm
1: a little more sure of, the Apple logo.
2: Yeah, what number?
0: How about number six? Well, in true Brandon fashion, you have ruined this it's list. It's number one? Because it's
2: number one. I really
1: one. messed up my guesses for the top. See I thought this, you know, when I think of the most recognizable brand logos, they always talk about, well... I guess I'll have to save this point for later because there's some logos that they talk about being the most popular and when they the anecdotal evidence that they use is that there are like people who live in the bush in the Amazon or Africa mm-hmm. who recognize these logos. But I got to think that if you're using that example, a bushman have you said, hey... <laughs> Maybe they're just hungry. Yeah. They want an apple. <laughs> yeah. They're like, of
0: course I know what that <laughs> is. It's delicious. Or they go along with it and fake like they know it because they think they're going to get an apple out of it. Right. Yeah. Do you think the Bushmen, they must know apple? Uh, according to this, they do. I wonder how many Bushmen are listening to us right now. We love the Bushmen. On their coconuts. Do you remember Donald Trump when he <laughs> said, I love the poorly educated. Yeah. <laughs> That's us with the Bush people. All right, Apple's number one and according to your hero and mine, Steve Jobs, the company's name was inspired by his visit to an apple farm while on a fruitarian diet. What the fuck is that, Brandon? (laughs) I guess it's where you only eat fruit, but didn't he also like try to the fruitarian
1: diet to cure his cancer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what fruitarian is. I guess
1: it's just you only eat fruit.
0: I know, but that can't, I've never heard of that.
1: It's bad for you probably. I don't think you get enough protein.
0: Dietary veganism that consists of a diet entirely or primarily fruits and possibly nuts and seeds but without animal products. Oh. And right here, fruitarian diets are subject to numerous criticisms and health concerns.
1: (laughs) Scurvy. Well,
0: didn't work out well for old, old Mr. Jobs. So, Jobs thought the name Apple was fun, spirited and not intimidating. You know, aren't you thinking about that when you're first, like, coming up with your big idea for, you know, I want a brand that's not intimidating. I don't know. It's just a weird choice of words. It seems like a way to hide the fact that he,
1: his ultimate goal is for the company to, like, to intimidate you and control you and own you. Yeah. But their name is so, like, cute and sweet. How could you be afraid of an apple? Mm Mm-hmm. An apple that pays no federal taxes.
0: (laughs) And I've been going to the church of Apple for a long time yeah, now. Yeah, I
1: got a bunch of Apple stuff. What are you
0: going to do? Yeah. Apple's first logo depicts Sir Isaac Newton sitting under an apple tree. Did you know that? It sounds familiar. It did not last long because it was almost immediately replaced by the rainbow, the rainbow apple. One.
1: I remember that one yeah. from every, every computer that was in my school, in elementary school, was one of those Apple IIs. Yeah, I remember that Ubi- ubiquitous rainbow apple logo Mm -hmm. that's my favorite one if i had to pick a favorite
0: apple
2: (laughs)
1: logo
0: (laughs) i guess well i like that one it's either that or the black one (laughs) i mean well i guess they have like the silvery one anyway it's a silhouette of an apple with a bite taken out of it and the logo was designed with a bite so that it would not be confused with a cherry oh isn't this cute we're talking about apples and cherries and how can this company be any bad at all? It's Look at all these cute little fruits they have. It has hit.
1: nothing to do with people in China jumping out the, of windows of buildings and they have to set up nets to catch the suicide bodies in the factories <laughs> but, where they build iPhones. Is that a
0: real thing, the nets? Yeah,
1: they, build, they have nets to catch the suicides. Oh, my God. They're like, no, nope, no, you don't. They just roll down the net and right back into the factory. And then
0: <laughs> <laughs> they just get right back to work. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever, I I think I have said this on the show at some point, but very quickly. I was in high school and me and my friend went to Wendy's, like a good high school student does, and we were standing in line to order and a man, probably early 60s, I guess, he was grilling burgers and he just fainted and passed out and fell on the floor. Oh, he missed the grill though, right? Yes, he fell on the floor and everyone stopped for a minute and they helped him up. And he got right back to work and then it just went off. <laughs> I'm dead serious. He like, turned around and
1: told, told you, start a retirement account.
0: <laughs> no, it's like those inspirational movies where they carry on even when they're injured or you know, to, to finish the big game. That's him. When he him. flips that, the, he like struggles to his feet and flips the burger over everybody he goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Wendy's, not in the top 10. Last thing on Apple is they've had
2: the current logo since 1999. It's just the same as the rainbow, but without the rainbow colors. Is Pepsi in the top 10? Almost. It's number 11. Okay, then. Do you take Pepsi or its competitor that's in the top 10?
1: I very rarely drink unleaded cola. Um, Unleaded cola. Like the, not the diet version and not like a fit, like the, just the straight up like king of the unfiltered colas, Pepsi or Coca Cola. You don't drink those? No, very rarely. But if I had to pick one, it's Coca Cola.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Which I'm guessing is number three. It is number three. Well. But did you want to guess that now or did you want to save it for later? I just
0: said, no, that's what I was going to guess next. <laughs> okay. All right. Coca-Cola is number three. Yeah. If we were doing a different episode, I might spend more time talking about the history of Coca-Cola, which is actually extremely fascinating. <laughs> With all
1: the, the cocaine in the
0: Coke. Yes. And I, th- off the top of my head, I think Coca-Cola has to be the oldest brand in here in the top 10. It goes all the way back to 1885. It was created by John Pemberton's bookkeeper. John Pemberton was, I think he was like a Confederate... War criminal. Yeah, Confederate Colonel John Pemberton was wounded in the American Civil War and addicted to morphine. Hell yeah. (laughs) He had a medical degree and began a quest to find a substitute for the problematic drug. How about cocaine? (laughs) I mean, basically... (laughs) With a little bit of vanilla extract. I need to pick me up. Oh, you just morphed into Dr. Phil there.
1: <laughs> well, that was, that was more of a droopy dog. look. Like, I need to pick me up. <laughs> he turns into a coked out werewolf. Droopy dog. How
0: come no one ever talks about droopy dog? <laughs> it's because it's not 1987. <laughs> well, we talk about all kinds of shit that came before 1987. Droopy dog just, yeah, just seems like he he's doesn't get his just due. He's really got to think of something controversial to get his name back out there.
1: <laughs> okay. He's going to come out as an anti-masker. <laughs> I'm too droopy. My jowls hang out.
0: Plus, it's an attack on my liberty and freedom. All right. Anyway, John Pemberton, he's the confederate colonel who was addicted to morphine. His bookkeeper, Frank Mason Robinson, uh, created the Coca-Cola logo. I'm skipping around here. Right. Pemberton created Coca-Cola and then this guy's bookkeeper created the logo in 1885. He said, make
1: me a swishy swishy logo, says Coca-Cola. <laughs> swishy swishy. The, Are you thinking of Pepsi? No, swish, it, it's written in cursive, but it's also almost yeah, like it. calligraphy. It's very swoopy.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Uh, it's just when I, when I was, heard swishies, I Can't thought about the like the
1: Swish's little... little brush pen or whatever is quill. Is fountain pen.
0: Were they still in quills in 1885? No, fountain pens. Okay, you fucking knew that off the top of your head. Well, because of... that's what they use. Yeah. So, Robinson, the guy that came up with the logo, he came up with a name and chose the logo's distinctive cursive or swooshy swooshy, whatever the hell you said, uh-huh. script. The writing style used, known as Spencerian script, was developed in the mid-19th century and was the dominant form of formal handwriting in the U.S., during that period, which tells me that he just wrote in like the normal for the day cursive, right? Oh. Just the word Coca-Cola. and
1: Everyone was like, yeah, that's the normal way to write. If it was like right. the Google logo, people would have been like, what are you just half-ass it? All right. We are going to talk about that. Believe
2: me.
0: Well, so yeah, Coca-Cola was just written in a normal writing basically for the day and it looks all cool now, but I don't know. It is kind of boring when you actually think about it. Just the word Coca-Cola. Wait. The logo? I think the logo looks awesome. I mean, yeah, it's fine,
1: but it's just boring. It's just the name. I like that old style of. Um, I bet you do. Uh, the, of signs and stuff. Like if you go to uh, Silver Dollar City, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, outside of Branson, Missouri, and they have uh, all those old timey shops and stuff. That's the kind of writing that they have on their signs.
0: Yep, and I know all of our listeners have got to be very familiar with Silvador. Oh, yeah. It's the Las Vegas, uh, it's in Branson, the Las Vegas of Missouri. No, it's
1: if Ned Flanders ran Las Vegas.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wait, one more thing on Coca Cola. Just a random note. Did you know that Coca Cola came under scrutiny in Egypt in 1951 because of a conspiracy theory that the Coca Cola logo, your precious Coca Cola logo that you hold in such high regard, Actually, when you reflect the logo in a mirror, it spells out no Muhammad, no Mecca in Arabic.
1: Oh, I think that was probably a total accident.
0: What do you have to say to that? <laughs> I How are you going to defend it now? That's exactly what I thought.
1: I think it was a total accident.
2: Yeah, you're on. Is it the same, it's the yeah. same
1: thing if you like play a Black Sabbath record backwards, you hear him tell you to like have a dance party with the devil.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which isn't that bad. I mean, don't rule that out until you try it.
2: That'd actually be really cool. Devil can boogie. Got a hell of an ass on him too. That's Coca-Cola. It's number three. What about uh, Target? No, not in the top 20. What about Starbucks? Yes, Starbucks is
0: often found in Targets. What number do you think uh, Starbucks is? Number eight. Five. Your streaks of two type numbers comes to an end. We are, on quite a, we are on quite a hot streak there, time. we talked the about the
1: Starbucks logo before because we talked about she used to show her nipples.
0: Well, we're going to get into it. I have a note here that says, quote, Starbucks has the naughtiest logo in the top 10. Yeah,
1: they have a, a logo that you could have private time with.
0: Well, Jesus
1: Christ. Oh, they're really far no, apart. No, They're really far apart. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I got to look it up now. Her boobs are practically in her armpits.
0: No. I mean, they're just kind of... Nick. Well, I don't know. Nick. I've actually never seen boobies, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Well, let me tell you, those bags of sand
1: are in the wrong spot. <laughs> For the old they're virgin. They're supposed to be All on right. the chest. They're not supposed to be like...
0: They are on the chest. They're just kind of on the far sides of the chest. She looks
1: like she's trying to carry groceries in and she's got a couple under her arms. Have you
0: seen the older logo where she has the tails? Yeah. Those tails look freaky as fuck now, right? Are you talking about, are we talking about? She looks like
1: a cryptid. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, where you can see her boobs. Okay, let me tell you about this logo. Are we looking at the same one? There's multiple versions, that's part the, of Where it. you can no see her here. boobs. I, there's only one yeah. where I can see her boobs and it's the one that has a cryptid like, it looks like a wood carving and her boobs are under her armpits.
0: Yeah, there's that one. But there's another one that came later where her hairs on top of her boo-boos. Yeah. She has tails on that one too. Yeah. And that one looks even weirder. It looks like she's She looks red-eagle. like she's doing the splits with yeah, with chicken feet. Yeah, like she's come and get it. <laughs> Yikes. This is, See, this is the quality content our listeners are here for. Just to hear us talk about the Starbucks mermaid spreading her legs saying, "Come and her get it." Boobs are in <laughs> her armpits. And we appreciate you listening. Now, about this fucking logo. Uh, In 2006, a Starbucks spokeswoman said that the logo is an image of a twin-tailed mermaid or siren, as she's known in Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. But the logo has been significantly streamlined over the years. In the first version, the Starbucks siren was topless, oh fucking, oh baby, and had a fully visible double fishtail. Oh God, do you need to take a break like me? No, keep going. In the second version which was used from 87 to 92, her breasts were covered by her flowing hair, but her navel was still visible. Uh-oh. Because I guess that's still too much for some people. Now in the third version used between 1992 and 2011, her navel and breasts are not visible at all and only vestiges remain of the fish tails. And finally, In 2011, Starbucks announced that they would make small changes to the company's logo, removing the Starbucks wordmark, enlarging the siren image, and making it green, like money. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I have one more note on Starbucks, but did you have anything else about the sultry mermaid here?
1: No, the original mermaid looks cooler, though. She looks like something that would be on the artwork for, like, The Lighthouse. Oh,
0: the movie, The Lighthouse?
1: Yeah,
2: the movie, The Lighthouse. Yeah. That's a good-ass movie, though. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, so Starbucks, the company, has received significant and sustained criticism
0: about its business practices, corporate affairs, and role in society. That's heavy. Conversely, its franchise has commanded substantial brand loyalty, market share, and company value. And I thought that stood out to me because Starbucks gets a lot of flack for what it said, its role in society. Oh, I was going to also say for not good coffee. Hot take.
1: Is it a hot take? I think I thought a lot of people knew that their, their, their beans are burned, man.
0: Yeah, you have talked about the, the burnt beans. Yeah, they're
1: roasting too hard. Yeah. Uh, even if the, their lightest stuff tastes like it was
0: roasted too hard. I guess you and the Starbucks coffee have something in common. Your beans are roasted too hard. I'm trying to find more pictures of uh, this big titted mermaid. So you can print them out and have your private time, you fucking sicko, like you
2: said. Nope.
0: But what I was going to say a minute ago is Starbucks has all this controversy around it, but those who do like Starbucks are very loyal to it, and they need their Starbucks fix every day.
1: That's where pumpkin spice came from. Really? I guess so.
0: Okay. So you're just spitting out facts with no substantial backing. That's what we do here.
2: I mean, you're not wrong, I guess. Okay. How about Google? Mm Mm-hmm what number? Number six. You got one and guess what? Six is a multiple of two.
0: Okay, what? Brandon, are we being punked because this is too many two coincidences to be something's up here. Have we? You gotta stop doing jokes
1: about multiples of two. (laughs)
0: Did you open not... an ancient chest recently and, his, and fucking curse came out? Yeah, like,
1: yeah, I've been inside a pyramid recently, just fucking around.
0: It's like the number 23, but with, with two and multiples of two. <laughs> oh,
1: so basically odd numbers. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think
2: of that.
0: <laughs> All right. Man. Google is number six. Mm-hmm. Now, have you seen the original Google logo? If not, look it up. Is it a it's a mermaid with three dicks? <laughs> no, but it is. It looks like a word at, you'd find at the top of like a user generated like GeoCities <laughs> webpage from the nineties. So Google. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, that was re- the first logo. I
1: actually don't remember that one. I remember the second one.
0: Well, the second one was created in 1998 by co-founder Larry Page. He used uh, the free graphics program GIMP. The typeface was changed and an exclamation mark was added, mimicking the Yahoo logo. So, Google did have an exclamation point for a while. Mimicking the, the Yahoo logo. What a great
2: what a great company to take a lead, your lead from. Well, Yahoo used to be king huh. or queen in the space. Not anymore. they're not now.
0: Do you think Yahoo will cease to exist in like Mm, Let's say 20 years.
1: They must have dirt on somebody. I don't think so.
0: There were a lot of different color iterations. Mm -hmm. The graphic designer who developed the now famous logo said, uh, name is Ruth Kedar by the way, we ended up with the primary colors but instead of having the pattern go in order, we put a secondary color on the L, which brought back the idea that Google doesn't follow the rules. <laughs> yeah, that's... It, it did make me think that. Yeah. Well... Actually, I think every single
1: iteration of their logo, including the current one, looks stupid.
0: Well, that's where we're getting to next because in 2015, Google introduced the controversial new logo. Controversial because a lot of people called it childish. The notable difference in the logo is the change in the typeface, the colors remain the same, however. Google switched to a modern geometric sans-serif yeah. typeface called Product Sans created in-house at Google. So, what's your problem with the current logo? Just that, what I said? Uh,
2: yeah, it just looks uh, boring, kind
1: of childish. The yellow O in the middle is like less visible than all of the other letter- letters around it. It's just weird. It was a weird choice. I don't
0: mind the logo, really. I mean I mean I
1: don't mind it. It doesn't like I don't open my co- You don't, don't stay
0: up at night thinking. <laughs> start
1: my computer and I'm like oh, son of a- I've another day of trying not to kick this fucker through the window. <laughs> no, I, I just if I worked at Google and we were totally rebranding they brought that to me as one of the ideas, I would be like this one just seems like
0: it's for kids. I mean, I don't know. I think that's by design. I don't uh, fault anyone for having that opinion. They
1: probably want to seem innocent and tender and sweet like Apple too.
2: Yeah. Because they're actually sinister. I wonder who's worth more, Google or Apple? Let's find out. I don't know, but their revenue last year was $162 They're doing okay. Let's
0: see Apple's revenue. Oh, Apple's $275 billion, So, almost uh, over $100 billion more than Google. Wow. You know, it's just surprising because Google has like a billion product lines, including like YouTube and shit, but mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's not surprising, but Google is just more diversified, I guess is my point. Yes. But this is why nobody gives a fuck at all, so I'm going to keep going. You have four left in the top 10. Two of them are kind of techie brands on the, on the same line as Facebook and Google. Two of them are very much not that. Oh, there are more tech brands left?
1: Yeah, two. Okay, well, I'm going to have to save those because I still need to guess.
2: Disney? Nope, number 13. Uh, Nike? Yes, number four. Aha. And four is? I'm not even going to say it
0: because you know. It's two twos. It's twice the two. We're being haunted right now. Spooky. Nike. What's your opinion on Nike, Brandon? How many Nike shoes do you own? It's
1: funny you ask that. I was just doing some organizing, cleaning out of of shoes and toss some old shoes. And I only have one pair of Nike shoes and I hardly ever wear them because they feel like shit on my feet. Hmm. They do not feel good. The Nike shoes I've had in the last few years have not held up very well and they don't feel good on my feet.
0: Well, fuck you too, says Nike (laughs) listening right now. I
1: don't think they're missing me.
0: Well, they're not because they're... As of 2020, the brand Nike is valued in excess of $32 billion, making it the most valuable brand among sports businesses. So, take that, brand well, and him, your negativity. I've given
1: them money for other things, just not their shoes.
0: Like what? Like, like is there a Nike porn site I don't know about? Uh, yeah. Did you know that the company was originally called Blue Ribbon Sports until a rebrand to Nike in 1971? And the name Nike comes from... Greek god. Greek goddess, you sexist animal. Oh, I didn't
1: know it was a goddess.
0: Didn't want to know. Of what? Uh, goddess of victory. Oh. Of course. The Nike swoosh first appeared in its 1971 logo and the logo we all know today was first born in 1978 and the only changes since then came in 1995 when they removed the word Nike from above the swoosh. So now the swoosh stands alone and that's all that's needed to identify a product as Nike.
2: Hmm.
0: Now, what is one of Nike's biggest competitors? Adidas. Adidas. Are you surprised to hear Adidas is in the top 10 above companies like Disney, Pepsi, No, Adidas Twitter? is the
1: fourth one that I wrote down on my list to guess. So, I actually was going to guess Adidas.
0: Maybe I'm underappreciating them. But like, if I saw the three lines or three bars... Europe and Russia. Oh, uh, no. I, yeah, I get that. That's part of my notes. But like, I'm saying me personally... If Before I did this list, if I was just out in the world and I saw the three bars Mm -hmm. that is the Adidas logo, without the word Adidas on it, I don't know if I'd instantly... Oh, I
1: would. For sure.
0: Did you know that Adidas is a German multinational corporation founded and headquartered in... ...Germany that designs and manufactures shoes, clothing, and accessories. It is the largest sportswear manufacturer in Europe and the second largest in the world after
2: Nike. All day I dream about soccer. Yeah. You said it's number eight? Yeah. And it was started by Adolf
0: Dassler in his mother's house. Don't get a lot of Adolfs these days. No. gone out of style. Uh, yeah, this is pre World War II. Yeah. This is in 1924. This story is so fascinating. I had to take it down. So Adolf and his brother Rudolf <laughs> in 1924 named their company Jabruder Dassler shoe fabric mm-hmm. which is the dasler brothers
2: i'm sure say, how would you say dasler in german dasler Dosler. Dassler. Dossler. Dossler. yeah okay Dassler assisted
0: in the development of spiked running shoes for multiple athletic events and to enhance the quality of spiked athletic so, uh, footwear he transitioned from a previous model of heavy metal spikes who gives a fuck i didn't mean to paste that
1: so well i think that's interesting they used to use metal spikes And then they switched to what, rubber?
0: Canvas and rubber. Yeah. And Dossler persuaded U.S. sprinter Jesse Owens to use his handmade spikes in the 1936 Olympics. Now, the part I really wanted to get to is that in 1949, following a breakdown in the relationship between the brothers, Adolf... I hate your name, brother.
1: It reminds (laughs) me of that tragedy every day. Well,
0: they were fucking living in Germany. They were probably supporting the Nazi party. (laughs) I mean, let's be real.
1: You're reminding me of our failure.
0: <laughs> You're the wrong Dolph.
2: God, we do love our German listeners. We do. And we appreciate their support for listening. So Adolf created
0: Adidas and his brother, Rudolf, established Puma, which became Adidas' business rival. Did you know that? I did Puma not know Puma was that. founded by the brother of the Adidas guy. I can run a shoe company as well. <laughs> I would call it
1: Puma. I'll put it right next to you. Stop. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) fuck. What does an Adidas even mean? (laughs) Mine is named after a mighty Puma.
0: (laughs) Fuck, you might have to do the rest of the show without me, Jesus Christ. (sighs) Ah. Get it together. Slap yourself. I've already been slapping myself under the table. (laughs) (laughs) This whole episode. Uh, The three stripes that make up Adidas' identity Mm -hmm. have been used... Let's see, the branding which Adidas bought in 1952 from Finnish sports company Kahoo Sports. They bought it for 1600 euros and two bottles of whiskey. And since 1997, the company has used the Three Bars logo by itself. Yeah. Adidas, number eight. <laughs> I, can, I will do four bars. <laughs> I
1: can
2: start the shoe company as well. <laughs> Fuck, that killed me. Okay, you said tech, techie companies. Mm. Yeah, nine and ten is what you, uh, I think that's... How about
0: Samsung? Yeah, nine and ten. Uh, no Samsung and techie think more along the lines of Facebook, Google. Right, on the internet. He said not
2: Twitter. How about Instagram? No, that's number 17. Microsoft. No, oh. uh, but Windows,
0: huh. it says Windows, maybe they meant Microsoft. I, and I, Windows was, I, I said Microsoft,
1: but I was thinking the Windows logo, so I guess yeah, I should have 18. said Windows.
2: It's number 8 or oh, 18. 18. Um, hmm. Let me tell you 20 through 11. And you'll note, there's no like sports
0: logos in here. I expected to see like an NFL team or something, you know? No. Like think about the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, just a star. But, side note, but NFL has very few interesting logos for their teams. They are all kind of boring. My favorite one is the
1: old Patriots logo where it was a, like a revolutionary guy with a tricorner hat. That's kind of cool. Well, that's still their logo. No, now... Isn't it? No, well, now it's all stylized where it's all... It's an angle, it looks like a comet or a comma. No, this Mm -hmm. old one was like a... Not photorealistic, but it was more like a cartoony drawing of... I think I see him. Paul Revere.
0: Yeah, Paul Revere, what the fuck did he ever do? Fucking stuck some macaroni in his hat. All right, hang on, 11 through 20 real quick. So, 20 is BMW. Mm Mm-hmm. 19 Nissan, 18 Windows, 17 Instagram, 16 Twitter, 15 Ford, 14 Toyota, 13 Disney, 12 Mercedes-Benz, 11 Pepsi. So, car brands kind of dominate 11 through 20, but there are no car brands in the top 10. How about the YouTube logo? Yes, YouTube is number 10. Oh. Owned by Google. Logomyway.com is where I got the notes for this. YouTube has one of the world's most popular websites visited by half of the internet every day. God damn. That's a kind of powerful stat. Yeah. It was bought for just, just in quotes, 1.65 billion in 2006. It's worth a lot more now. There aren't too many YouTube users who would understand why the term tube is used in the company's name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, cathode tube ray television.
0: That's right. uh, Which was used in old TVs and monitor models. YouTube suddenly realized that and and decided to change the emblem a bit so the more recent YouTube logo looks far more up-to-date as the play button became more stressed. VHSs are out of date as well but the button design has outlived the scientific technical revolution.
1: Yeah, the triangle for the play has survived.
0: Yeah, what they're saying is, well, that's true not just for YouTube but like the play button comes from VHS remotes and shit, which are very outdated, but the play button is lived on. So, Um, what's your favorite YouTube video, Brandon? Hmm. We covered Pinky the Cat on our last episode and by the way, if you have not done a search for Pinky the Cat on YouTube, pause the show right now, type in YouTube on your internet machine, Pinky the Cat.
1: Funny that you ask that because I have my YouTube account pulled up right now and I have my liked videos. Is booty clapping in there? No. One of them I like is 160 greatest Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes.
0: (laughs) Did you actually watch that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, Let's see. The kid who says, uh, I like
0: turtles. That is a classic. Sneezing Panda. Like some of these are kind of like cliche to even say now because they're like so ingrained in pop culture. But Sneezing Panda, like the first time you see it. (laughs) Or oh, the
1: monkey who picks his butt, smells his finger and falls off <laughs> a tree bench. I've talked about this one on here before. It's on, it's on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's YouTube channel. It's uh, Prince, Tom Petty, Steve Winwood, Jeff Lynne covering While My Guitar Gently Weeps and Prince makes them all look like fingerless children.
0: Prince is Among Kings? Yeah, exactly. Um, Winnebago Man. I love when he, when he calls the fly. You fucking jackass! You
2: goddamn <laughs> jackass! To a fly. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so that's YouTube. It's number ten. You just need nine now.
1: YouTube has really messed up my kid's sense of patience. Anything that I need to fix around the house, or I, one time I even like looked up a certain sound and then the make and model of my car and someone had recorded that same sound with the same make and model of car that I had on YouTube and diagnosed what the problem was. So, I searched for Mm it, found it, listened, was like that's the same noise and I could see what the problem was with my car. That is absolutely incredible to be able to do that with, you know, a phone in your pocket. And it's messed up my kids that like anything you want to see, anytime you want to see it from pretty much any time in history, you just type it into this website and there's video of it.
0: Well, it's messed up your kid, but it's also messed up me and you, all of us. Nah. YouTube is... Not me. Changed everything. It is weird to think about a world where you can't just pull up YouTube and search for any song ever or any movie trailer ever. Or a few
1: years ago, I, was, I mentioned to my wife, we were talking about Reba McIntyre and I said, well, she likes those uh, Fritos. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know, I know what I like and I like Fritos. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said she was in a Fritos commercial and she had never seen it. So, I looked up Reba McIntyre Fritos commercial and there it was. And what blew my mind beyond the fact that it was on there was like kind of going even deeper. Someone had recorded a television show or something, an episode of Touched by an Angel and recorded it on VHS and saved it. It survived like 20 years. Until the YouTube. And then Mm -hmm. they were watching it and they're like, I need to digitize this. I need to go to the trouble to digitize this VHS tape and I need to edit out. The Reba McIntyre Fritos commercial and Mm -hmm. add it to YouTube and add the appropriate tags so that if someone wants to find Reba McIntyre doing a Fritos commercial, they can find this video. It's insane. No matter what it is you think of, someone out there has taken the time to do it. Almost every time. It's so rare to not find something on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's more rare to not find what you were looking for. That's just wild to me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go, YouTube. Like Brandon singing Santa Baby. You won't find that on there.
1: You won't find that on YouTube.
0: We we're talking about YouTube and I want to give a plug real quick because last week on the show, I mentioned at the end that you and I were going to be guests on the LA Not So Confidential video podcast. We joined forensic psychologists Dr. Scott and Dr. Shiloh to do a Tennis podcast style list of the top 10 smartest serial killers ever based on IQ. So basically, you could look at this as just an extra bonus episode of the Tennis podcast. That's essentially what it was, except you could see our pretty faces too. The reason I want to bring this up now is because we're posting it on our YouTube channel. So if you missed it, you can go watch it right now on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash podcast. Or if you're a Patreon member, I've also published the audio version of the episode on the Patreon feed. So,
2: just want to give a shout out for that. Check it out. Okay, so I got one left. You said it's also tech related, right? Yes. Okay, I've
1: written down three guesses and I think I, with these, I have to have gotten it. I'm
2: going to do my first, my two least likely ones first. Okay. Netflix. Oh. No, what else? eBay. No. Amazon. Amazon. I'm actually surprised Netflix isn't in there.
0: They did kind of change their logo like halfway through, so maybe that's something. Oh yeah, maybe so. Uh, Amazon is number nine. Yep. Kind of low actually, I thought. Because you see that little smiley face and you instantly know what that is. Right. Amazon has been referred to as one of the most influential economic and cultural forces in the world, as well as the world's most valuable brand. Amazon is showing no signs of slowing down. And so the following notes come from LogoMyWay.com. Amazon was founded by Jeff Bezos in 1994 under the name (laughs) Kadabra. What a dork. Bezos changed the name a year later to Amazon after realizing the original name's phonic resemblance to the word cadaver. Because when you say cadaver real fast, it might sound like you're saying cadaver.
2: Right, which is... But
0: either way, he's a nerd. So the Amazon logo has had three different iterations over the years, but neither of the first two stuck. The company's first logo was simply the word Amazon.com spelled out in black font with a larger yellow font used for the O. So that was replaced by a logo that featured the company name with a near yellow, straight yellow line beneath it. On top of the word Amazon.com, the words books, music, and more were spelled out. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. So that stuck around until 2000. Since 2000, they've used the logo with the curved arrow beneath it that looks like a smiling mouth. Now, what that actually means is that beginning at the A in Amazon and ending at the Z, this design element of the Amazon logo is meant to portray the message that Amazon sells everything from A to Z. Which is actually pretty clever. Right. And by having the arrow in the logo stretch from A to Z, Amazon is able to convey to its customers that the company can meet their every need and it actually serves a double purpose because it also looks like a smile. Except it's only
1: pointy at one end which makes it look like a sinister, well, a sinister grin or maybe... A smirk? Yeah, a smug smirk. Could be a dimple on the cheek. I think it's Jeff Bezos going like, hmm, I took everything from you. <laughs> I took
0: everything. From, he gave everything to us. No. Look at all the shit you've got in your house from Amazon. But you are right. We're both right. Because Amazon, I, I struggle with Amazon because questionable company to say the best. Yeah. But they're just so fucking convenient and they have everything. And usually for the best price, at least in my experience.
2: There's nothing you cannot find on Amazon. And you can get it all for free two-day shipping. I mean, I don't know. How are you going to compete with that? You can't. Not
1: going to. Better not even try.
2: No. That's Amazon number nine. I fucking knocked that out. Kind of. (laughs)
0: Let's go back through the top ten. Number ten, YouTube. Number nine, Amazon. Number eight, Adidas. And who was Adidas' uh, founder and his brother did what?
1: I'm not intimidated by you. I can start my own (laughs) shoe company. I'm going to name it after one of the most fierce animals in all of the animal kingdom, a puma.
0: (laughs) Number, that's eight. Seven is Facebook, featuring our friend Mark Zuckerberg, definitely not a robot.
1: I'm a real boy.
0: (laughs) Six is Google, five is Starbucks featuring those big mermaid titties, four is Nike, three is Coca-Cola, two is McDonald's, one is Apple, which even the Bushmen, Bush people know the Apple logo. (laughs) That's the top 10 most recognized brands. uh, Brand logos. I did it. What's your favorite logo just artistically out of those? Out of this, this list? Yeah, favorite and least favorite.
1: Probably a tie between the Nike and Adidas logos. Mm-hmm. I think they're the most abstract of all of the logos. Yeah, I just think they're the most visually appealing. And which ones do I think they're the worst? I think I already complained uh-huh. enough about them, but... Google? Um, Facebook's looks really stupid. So does... I think Facebook, Amazon, and Google's, all of the... The YouTube one is probably the best of the internet ones, but I think they all look pretty stupid.
0: Stupid's a strong word. I, I like how clean they look. I don't know. Just they're clean, they're sleek. But my favorite is Nike probably. I don't mind apples either just because I like the idea of like they don't even need to spell out their name in the logo. You just see that apple and you instantly know what it represents. <laughs> I think McDonald's is pretty boring. Adidas
1: used to think they had that until you did this podcast and said like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> you said I mean, he looks like uh kitty cat scratch and... Oh, Rudolph's over there going like, no, that's the wrong one. It's <laughs> a kitty cat, is a Puma.
0: I would know Adidas paired with the word Adidas for sure. But on its own, the little, the three bars, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would have, I don't know. What the fuck do I know? Where from?
1: does Puma rank on the list?
0: <laughs> we got to remember Rudolph Dossler. <laughs> As one of your recurring characters. Intensely jealous. Well, and you know his jealousy lives to this day if he's still alive because Puma is nowhere near the brand that Adidas is. I mean, it's still a big brand, but...
1: They also do a lot
0: more
2: style stuff, right?
0: Puma? I don't know. Whatever. What do we we know? I know it's a cute kitty. We don't know much, but we do know that people like to review us on Apple Podcasts. Speaking of Apple, here's a few podcast reviews. First one comes from Jen Burt. I've definitely been binging this podcast. Brandon and Nick definitely can put an entertaining spin on any top 10 list. I cherry-picked through topics I found interesting at first, but continued listening through everything since the guys are such great hosts. You're hooked.
1: You're addicted.
0: (laughs) Well, there's a couple things I wanted to pick out there Mm -hmm. because she uh, mentioned that she cherry-picked through topics. And I mentioned earlier that the Apple logo had a bite taken out of it so people wouldn't confuse it with a cherry.
1: There's more of this insane synchronicity.
0: I know. I think, do you have a gypsy curse put on you about the number two and cherries?
1: Is it any coincidence that the number two is the number of times that stupid cherry coincidences have come up today? <laughs> oh, there's
0: another two. Thank you, Jen Burt. And from My Bros Pod on Apple Podcasts, really enjoy the wide variety of topics, engaging and entertaining, guaranteed to get you laughing. Can't wait for more. Now, that's a strong guarantee. I don't want to guarantee that you've been laughing this whole time. It's possible that I'm tickled to death by Brandon's German accent, but everyone else is just sitting there like looking at their watch waiting for him to finish. You're tickled pink, that.
1: but they're tickled
0: brown. <laughs> oh, Something about being tickled brown (laughs) makes my skin crawl.
1: It makes your your bowels empty.
0: Thank you for the reviews and if you want me to read your review on a future episode, just go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review us and then bend over and allow Apple to take everything from you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they'd like. Just turn around and go, take everything from me. (laughs) And Apple
1: would just shrug and go, all
0: right, sure. Saves me some time.
1: Uh, Actually, I'm not really in the mood anymore. If you're you're just going (laughs) to give it to me,
0: I don't want it. (sighs) All right. We do love our friends at Apple. They're big supporters of this show. And we thank you for listening. We're going to be back next week with episode 113 and Brandon, lucky 13. It's
1: something that is going to actually get you in the holiday spirit.
0: You're saying today didn't get you in the holiday spirit to go spend money at these brands? No, it made me clutch my wallet tighter. I don't know if I believe that. I'll bet you've already done some Amazon shopping this holiday season. I haven't bought any Christmas gifts yet. But
1: I am serious. I picked out my list for next week and it is holiday
0: themed. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. How many twos does it have in it? (laughs) One really good one. (laughs) Okay. All right. This has been the Tennis Podcast and we'll see you next week. Thanks.